0: Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Be Freaking Awesome. I am one of your hosts, Sammy Kinnison, and here I'm today by myself. Angela has had a lot of things going on. If you are close to us or are not close to us, there have just been, it sort of feels like the hits don't stop coming. So if you think about her, maybe send her a note. Uh, reach out in a way that doesn't require an obligation back or, you know, just send a little prayer for her. There's a lot of different things going on. And I wanted to take a little bit of things off her plate right now. So today, you you just get Sammy's soapbox time. I wanted to take an opportunity to talk about why communication matters to me so much. I have been a big communication nerd for a really long time, and in trying to prep for this episode, I was really thinking about when did this sort of love of communication start for me? When did I really tune in and pay attention to how I communicate with others and why it matters? When I was in junior high, I felt like other people's perception of me was that I was kind of ditzy, I was, you know, stereotypical blonde, I didn't feel like people took me very seriously. And I wanted to sort of change the perception that people had of me. I think looking back, I think a lot of us probably go through some type of growth phase uh, in our teenage years like this, and especially junior high, high school. I think that it was really probably uh impressive that I was so intentional about it it's such a young time and maybe it's impressive but also maybe it's vain because it really was down to how do people think about me and why do they think these things and what can I do to change that I do think that there are sometimes that in thinking about sort of this time I wonder was I just being manipulative and wanting to change people's perception but I really think that there was a part of it I was wanting to change in some element who I was because they didn't get this idea of me as kind of ditzy and not all put together from nowhere that came from how I acted and how I behaved. I asked one of my friends, Meg Austin at the time, what can I do? What can I change? And how can can I make people take me more seriously and not just think that I'm, you know, all over the place. And she recommended to me that I take one small step She's like, you're not gonna be able to change a whole personality, but why don't you, when you are writing text messages or emails, write out full words and use proper grammar. And at the time, this was still kind of like mid to early internet times. Social media was really starting to flourish. We all were trying to get permission from our parents to create Facebook pages and all of those things. And so... They're just, you know, texting shorthand at the time was really in its heyday. And that's sort of, you know, the birth of LOL and all of the different acronyms. Maybe not the birth, but at least the popularity of those things really came about then. So it kind of was a big deal to say, stop doing what everybody else is doing. And you need to communicate in such a way that is full sentences, full grammar all the time, 100% of the time. I took it to heart and I did. And I... Made sure that whenever I texted people, I always used full punctuation, really wrote out sentences. And I think over time, it really did make a difference. And that I started to be taken more seriously and started to change who I was by how I communicated with others. I think that this is something that all of us have within us. And... A couple years later is whenever I started to look for colleges and decided I wanted to study communication. When I went on my college tours with my mom, we kept asking, you know, do you guys have a communication degree? Do you have a department that covers this? And I remember getting tours of a journal- jur- journalism department. I got tours of mass media. I got tours of advertising and marketing. And it was only at the University of Arkansas that they talked about their program where they do a study of rhetoric and a study of how we communicate with each other. Yes, they also have some classes within their program about mass media, about how journalism and news impacts people. But it really is from the standpoint of how are these things impacting communication versus how you know, how to how to work within those spaces. I even had a friend who I made in college, Ryan Jones, who he was a super senior when I was a freshman, we knew each other through band. And he was about to graduate that year. And he said, now, Sammy, you remember, you are not a communications with a s on the end, plural, major, you're a communication major. There's a big difference between communications, plural, the study of all types of communications, and the study of communication, singular, the act of communicating with each other. So all of that to kind of provide some context that, yes, I have been a nerd and a stickler for using proper grammar, for understanding how the words that you use change the meaning, how it changes our relationships, how it impacts the people around us. I think that taking time to be intentional with how you communicate with others really can make or break who you are and who you want to be. When I think about what's at stake of not improving my communication, really, and truthfully, what's at stake is the ability to be known and the ability to know others. If you cannot communicate well, who you are, why you are, what you're doing, why you want to do these things... It's hard for people to know you. And I know that there are so many times where I end up in conversations or other people are in conversations and they get frustrated because I just can't say what it is that I meant to say. And I just can't get the words right. That's not really what I meant. I think if we take time to practice and to improve and to uh, open up, we really can improve that ability to be known. On the flip side of that, being able to communicate well gives us the ability to know others when you can truly listen, because communication is not just the act of talking. It's not just talking to others. It's not just public speaking or speaking to whoever you want. Communication is a, a, a back and forth, probably at its basic, uh, most basic understanding of it is, is some type of back and forth. There is a whole communication model. I think I've talked about it before here on the podcast where there's a message sent. There's noise, which can distort the message. and Then there's a message received. And then messages sent back, feedback of some kind is sent back, whether that's message heard, received, a response, something like that. It is just this continuous back and forth. Being able to participate in that in a way that is true to who you are and in a way that expresses your needs and what's inside really can help us grow our relationships, our friendships. It can help us excel in our careers. It can help us to be amazing friends. It can help us to do pretty much anything it is that we want to do. Recently, I was talking to, I was on the car ride uh, to school with my sons, Henry, who's four and Peter, who's 18 months. And Henry was asking about communication, and he said, Peter can't communicate yet. And I said, Peter can't use words yet, and he can't talk quite yet, but Peter does communicate. He points to us, he makes sounds, he uses sign language. We absolutely can have a back and forth communication method, even if he's not using words. And it was really interesting to explain this to my four-year-old, but also to think about it myself, that there are even people that even if it's not with words, we're still communicating with them. And even if our words aren't exactly quite right, there are still other things that contribute to how we communicate. You may have heard things like your tone of voice, your body language, the the medium you use to communicate, whether it's on texting, whether it's phone, whether it's in person. You know, the difference between breaking up with somebody in person is different than breaking up with them on text. Same with firing somebody. You would probably be appalled to be fired over text, whereas somebody sitting down and talking to you over uh, in person is a much different, well, it still probably is upsetting to get fired in any sense, but it's different than somebody firing you over a text message. All of these things contribute to communication and to how we can improve. I think that this brings a lot of hope that there's a lot of different elements that we can improve, that we can Think about the words that we use, and we can practice matching what's in our brain with the words that are coming out of our mouth. Did what I say actually match what I meant and what I feel in my brain and in my heart? That's one thing that we can improve. You can also improve your body language and how you posture yourself when you're talking with others. When you cross your arms, that's not going to invite as much back and forth with somebody. It might be a little bit more confrontational. I think that it also. Uh, whereas if you stand with your arms open or even down by your sides, that's just something that's a little bit more of a neutral position. In addition, you know, if you are wanting to talk to somebody and you point your finger at them in their face, that can feel very accusatory, very aggressive. Whereas uh, an open hand is often seen as a little bit more, mm, not that you're going to yell at somebody with an open hand. That feels weird too. But uh, the difference between pointing and an open hand, that is communication. So, you kind of get the idea that there's a lot of different pieces that you can think about. I want to provide some encouragement, not just an opportunity for you to learn more about me and why I care about communication, but I also want to provide some tangible things that you can do to improve how you communicate and how you think about communication. Three things that we can all do to improve our communication. Number one, we can practice. Number two, we can take in more communication. And number three, we can open up. So when I say practice communicating, what I mean by that is that we can just communicate more often. That can be with friends. That can be uh, writing in a journal. That can be recording your thoughts in a voice memo. Maybe you're driving around or on a walk or doing whatever. If you're in a place where you don't drive a lot, but you walk around, maybe you pretend that you're on the phone, but you're just on the phone with yourself and just have a conversation and record that voice memo, keep it going. Being able to say something out loud and say, mm, nope, that was not quite right. That was not quite what I meant. I want to try that again, can help you uh, more to refine that that skill of translating the thoughts, the emotions, and the feelings the images, the messages that are in our brain into the words that we say and how we express that to the world. I also think that being able to establish the idea of practice with your friends, your partners, your coworkers is really, really important that there are times where we expect, or we have this idea that the first thing that somebody says, well, that's obviously what they really meant. And even though they say that they meant something else, They probably don't mean something else. That probably is what they meant. And and there's this expectation and sort of the standard that we have that the very first thing you say, that's it. That's definitive. That's what you think and feel. Sometimes I would agree that that gut reaction and that gut instinct is what we think and feel. And sometimes I would disagree. And I would say that there are times where we are trying to figure out how to articulate what's in our head. And the thought, the words that come out of our mouth don't doesn't actually match the thought that we had or it doesn't match the intention of what we were wanting to communicate. And allowing that space for someone to try again, for somebody to say, that's not exactly what I meant. Let me try again and say something differently is huge. And we don't give each other that that permission often enough. I think that this really makes a difference in relationships when you're fighting. And when somebody says something and you, One way you can practice that is you can say, so what I hear you're saying, what I hear you saying is this thing. Is that what you mean? And that gives somebody a chance to say yes or no. And if they say no, believe them. That's not what I mean. We're going to go with a different option. It says, great. Can you clarify? It also, at least for my husband and I, has become a little bit of the shorthand where when I'm saying something, is this what you mean? sometimes he knows and sort of gets the hint that I need to tune in to what it is that I just said and how that how that message impacted them because I may not have meant the impact to be that way. So can I clarify, correct, or make an adjustment that can change that impact? In addition to practicing with other people, I really do think that journaling matters. I have been keeping journals for a really, really long time. And some people have asked me for tips, tricks. How do you journal? What's the rules? What do we go with? There are no rules. The is the best way to make it happen. I think carrying around a journal with you pretty frequently, look, I've got mine here. If you're watching the YouTube video, you can see it's right in front of me. And there are not, there's not anything that I'm not allowed to put in here. And so I have thoughts. I have angry letters to people that they'll never see. I have grocery lists. I have single sentences of what's in my brain that day that I needed to get out. But I think writing it down or typing it out is a way that you can practice saying things. You can also say just the really raw, unfiltered, unedited version of what's in your head to be able to then edit, make changes, and refine it. The next tip that I want to give for how you can improve your communication is to take in more communication. I think listening to podcasts, watching people speak, reading memoirs, and reading poetry, all of these things are ways to get your brain thinking and understanding communication in different ways. When you're learning another language, I think one of the best tools to use to learn that language is to read a book or have a conversation with somebody in that language that really makes a difference in how your comprehension and understanding of the language grows. Do we do that often in our own language? Do we take the time to read things, to learn new words once we leave high school and are no longer trying to study for the ACT and learn all those ACT words? Are we finding ways to grow language around us? I think that poetry and abstract ways to take in communication can really help to sort of shake the etch and sketch in your brain and to think about how you're talking with others in a more abstract way. Here on Be Freaking Awesome, we are not afraid of using metaphors all the time. And that, I think, is just a little bit more of a creative way for us to use communication and to tie connections from this experience to another experience to think about those opportunities. So engaging in creative and abstract communication methods is a way that we can sort of take our brain and give it some new groups, give it new neural pathways to learn and be able to refine and enhance our communication more. Lastly, open up. Lastly, the way to communicate better is to communicate more. Uh, Be honest about who you are and open up to somebody around you. When we think about the purpose of communication is to connect. And some of us would believe that the reason that we are here is to connect with others. And that's one of our core desires is to, to have connections. I think that connections is part of being known and knowing others. And if you take time to open up, to learn about who you are and be able to share that with others, to learn who others are and to be able to hold that tenderly and with grace. I think that that will help us continue to improve our communication and continue to live better lives. What's the worst that'll happen if you open up and you share something with somebody else? Maybe they make fun of you. Maybe they don't hold it well. Maybe... I don't know. It goes poorly and the friendship's over, but what's the worst that happens if we never opened up with anybody and if we never tried and if we don't work on our communication and making sure that we can express who we are and what we feel and who we love and that we love them. We can't express the meaning that other people have to us. We can't fight for ourselves. We can't fight for others. We can't really do anything if we can't communicate well. And so it is truly important to take time to figure out how you can practice communicating in a way that is more true to who you are, to what you want and what your intentions are. And honestly, to be clear to yourself and communicate with yourself in a way that's clear about what you're looking for, what you're wanting to attain and what you want to achieve. So... With that, I invite you all to take a little bit of time today and go communicate with someone. Open up and share who you are. Open up and invite somebody to share who they are. Take more time to listen than to talk. And for Pete's sake, stop replying to somebody's story with a story about yourself. Reply to their stories with questions about their stories. I understand that we all want to show them that we understand their experience and that we identify. But when we take that opportunity, when somebody shares with us and we say, oh, yeah, me," t- here's a story about me, that doesn't always say, yeah, me too. Tell them, me too. I understand. I hope that today uh, in this sort of short episode that you guys are able to even take away a quick little nugget about how to improve your communication. I hope that if you have not already, you go buy the books Traveling Light or Be Freaking Awesome, both written by Angela Belford. And lastly, with love and with grace, I hope you guys go and be freaking awesome.